Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Find the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go to places that make me feel good and things that about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know? When you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things you know, to your kids, or you're, you're not paying your child support, or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. I am here, and we are in December. I think one of my last shows was also exhausted. I said we were in October or some shit, but here we are, guys. It is December 9th, 2020, and we are just weeks away from a brand-new year, brand-new levels, brand-new devils, brand-new year, brand-new series, right? So I've been away for two weeks just because I had the Black Friday sale going on with 716CBD.com. I had a ton of other stuff going on as far as like with the other businesses. Santissimashop.com actually got crashed because you guys were scheduling appointments, which I have to, you know, cleanse and make sure that everything is um, clear and free to go in the headquarters and in the space to be able to read for you guys and have a positive reading. And, you know, things just started really popping off. And so I was spending a lot of time with family. I was getting a lot of things organized. I am having a stupendous um, December all as well. So I get tagged and quite a few, you, you know, and I really appreciate you guys um, all over the world that tag me and things that you think that I would say or things that you think that I would do or the type of time that I'm on, right? So I was tagged in this gentleman named Kevin Samuels, um, video. And basically, Kevin Samuels is, he looks like a former evangelist. Maybe he is. I didn't even take the time to research him because I don't care. But he was. He was very accurate in the clip with this woman whose um, front teeth and incisors looked like she could open cans with them. And she was very clear that I believe she lived in North or South Carolina. And she said that she felt like she should have this man that was like six figures and all this other stuff. And she makes money, you know, which six figures is great in that area. You take six figures to California, you're, you know, a postman because postmen make that there. 
So he basically sat of her, and it, it it wasn't a drag. It was a it was a read. It was a slight read, which we call in the uh, the gay and LGBT community. We call it a slight read. Um, even though I'm not part of that community, I do like to use their words interchangeably because they are phenomenal. And he basically told her, like, have you seen yourself? You're 30-something years old. Now, this is a man that's at least in his 50s, you know, a distinguished-looking gentleman. Um, later on when I saw some other clips, I'm going to tell you what else I saw. But so he tells her, like, because of your age, which I'm like, when, when did 35 become old? Um, and because she has a child, all these other things, that these are things that are going to keep her from finding said man. Um, although he was telling her the truth because she was confused about what was going on, one of the things that he does that I do not fucking like and I do not condone is I don't like when people attack people's looks. I don't like it because that means that you have nothing else to argue with me about. Okay, so when I'm in a debate with somebody or I'm in a conversation or in a heated discussion or just being adults and we're talking, and you have to attack the way I look, I know that everything else that you tried to attack me on, you failed. So I win. Because everything is about winning and losing with me if we're having a, a, a mano a mano conversation. Um, or it's about understanding. And so I understood what she was saying. And she did. She, I mean, she wasn't ugly. But, you know, like I said, you men, you love the weave. You love the lashes. You love this. And I would really, it would be probably frightening to have seen this woman without all of those things. So this is a man that's in his 50s who he's about 20 years removed from the dating scene, or he should be. Um, Sir, you don't know what the fuck, (laughs) like, you don't know. You cannot speak for all men. You can only speak for the man that you look in the mirror to, right? But he told her right. He said, listen, the things that you're asking for, but for the wrong reason. Okay, so when y'all tag me in that, I understood because y'all hear me tell men and women all the time, like, you know, when people, I just had a young lady on Dear Auntie, she uh, wrote me, and, and I should read it to you, and she says, um, I see that you're constantly getting men with money and things like that, and, you know, teach me your ways, and how do I get a sugar daddy, and this type of conversation with this girl, and this upset me because she said something to the effect of, like, and you're older, and you look a certain way, but I'm younger, and I'm educated, and I thought to myself, little bitch, let me tell you something. First of all, you're not strong enough to fuck with the type of dudes that I fucked with in my lifetime. You're not. You would be dead on arrival. They require a certain level of respect. They require a certain resume. They require you to be available to them and on call 24 hours a day. That's with what men that have a certain level of valor or they're in certain jobs, they require that, okay? You're not tough enough. You're not tough enough to deal with them and their mental illnesses, and I speak quite fondly of them um, in that sense of, I have never dealt with some wholesome, just nice man. They're all psychotic. They all have mental health uh, issues. They all at some point had habits or addictions, and they all at some point are on the upswing now, and I get to be a part of that. Um, But please don't ever think, and also, I don't post my significant others. I don't post my beloveds. I don't post my immortal beloveds. I don't post unk. I don't post any of that. I don't post anybody's stepfather. I don't post that because... People, when they don't know about something, they attack it, right? So I would hate for someone to attack my relationship with anybody, and that person, who he was to you, is not who he is to me. We're two different people, and it doesn't mean better or worse. You know, I might can get him to do one thing. You might be able to get him to do something else, you know? Um, 
but I don't like when people attack people's physical attributes and leave that to be. And this woman was not being arrogant in the clip. She really, and, and, and it upsets me because as a woman, I get why you would go to a man to figure out what men like. Of course, in order for you to figure out what men like, yes, of course, ask a man. But as the type of man that's going to be honest with you and that actually cares about what's going on with you, and, and also he didn't give you a remedy. See, baby girl, I give remedies. Okay, you want this type of man, this is what you're going to have to do. That's something that this man was not able to do. So in the Dear Auntie article where the girl tells me, she kind of was trying to, you know, not play me, but just say something like, okay, I know who you are, I know how you look. My looks have nothing to do. Okay, let me take that back. My looks may be what gets them in the door or gets them to be attracted, but it's definitely not my looks that sustains 5, 10, 15-year relationships. It's not. It's my propensity to be loyal to these men. It's my propensity to not be messy. I don't, you know, I, I talk a lot of shit about Unk, but really what do I say? I say nothing. You don't know who he is. You don't know what he does for a living. You have no idea what he looks like. I could tell you he's fine. That doesn't mean that you think that. You know what I'm saying? But all mine, when I look at the men that I've dated or been in love with or had, you know, relationship with, if I put them in my starting lineup, my starting lineup is dragging anybody, anybody. I, I would rival them against the entire nation, okay, because they that fine. Their resume is that solid. These hoes don't be doing nothing to me. I'll be out here laying on the floor tantruming and shit because I didn't get my way or because I want to see more of them or because I want them to love on me a little bit more, and they can't because they got to work and they got other stuff going on. Don't ever think that what's going on with me be so awful. I broke up with a dude one time because I didn't like the way that he treated his father at a funeral. That's the type of time I'm on, but guess what? I can do that. So it wouldn't matter if I was 35, 45, 55, 65 years old. There will always, ladies, let me just put this out there for you and men too, there will always be somebody that will fuck with you. It does not matter if you are 600 pounds. Find you somebody that likes 600-pound Negroes, okay? So when I watched the clip of him telling this woman that, it upset me a little bit because I'm like, that girl did not come on that show and ask for that. And what you women are doing is you are calling this man's show to be abused. That, yeah, he might be telling you the truth, but you're calling basically to get a whooping. I want to know something about a Negro. I'm going to call the Negroes in my family. I'm not going to call some man who has on, who wears a side, he, a petite man at that, who is wearing clothes fitted, and that's great that you have the tailor in Atlanta, Georgia, but, sir, you don't want me to really tell you what I think. You're a little spicy for me. You up here telling women they sound masculine, sir, you don't. You sound a little spicy to me, a little spicy chili Dorito, you know, cool ranch with the shit. Don't do that. And you down in Atlanta. I want to see your starting lineup. Before you, I take any advice from any man in the United States of America, in Villa Rica, Georgia, surrounding areas, show me your wife. Oh, you don't have one? Then shut the fuck up. Show me your starting lineup. He told one man that he was like, yeah, you know, he said something about younger women. He's like, oh, I can't keep younger women off me. Sir, because we assume that older men are tricks, especially with the salt and pepper all in your face and you being a petite man like that. What do you really have to offer a 20-year-old besides the money? Don't get confused. Like, you have to take some of your own advice. You think I don't know that when these little young whippersnappers are trying to holler at me, and I've had an actual relationship with a younger man, a man that was 10 years younger than me, okay? And it worked out until it was time for him to do grown man shit. And then I'm over here doing what I'm doing, trying to jump on and off of yes, and you over here still worried about what the streets say. 
You see, there's there's where the disconnect. What what am I going to talk to you about anymore? So get in there and get them draws off. That's all we have to talk about. Okay. So at the end of the day, when you are listening to someone who, you know, he told this man, oh, something like, is your dick big? What in the, you know what I'm saying? Like a grown man asking another man, is his dick big? I don't think in the history of niggerdom I've ever asked a woman, was her vagina large? Because it's, it's not a concern of mine. That's just not something that some men like large vaginas because they have large dicks. I don't know. Okay, um, so for you as a man to ask somebody like he was like, nigga, you know whether you have a big dick or not. Okay, he was like, and you're fat, and you're this, this, and this. You don't offer solutions for people. It's okay. I'm not saying it's okay to be disrespectful, but it's okay to tell somebody the truth, but offer them a solution. You offered that man no solution. Like, here's the number to Weight Watchers, or here's the number to a gym. They run in a special. I always try to offer a solution if I'm about to drag you to the white meat for filth. And I think that, you know, like I said, a lot of what he says is true, but the problem is is that it's just someone telling you how to be a millionaire, but they're not a millionaire. Why am I going to listen to you again? I'm confused. I'm confused. You know, and you're on social media telling people things, and we don't see your wife. We don't see your perfect home. We don't see, I mean, it looks like you live in an apartment, sir. I don't know. You know, you can't, you guys have to stop signing up for abuse. You want somebody to tell you the truth? You know the truth. Anytime I ask somebody to tell me the truth, I don't need you to really tell me the truth. I just need you to affirm what I already knew. You know, that girl, was she in a position where she could have got somebody with the six figures? Yeah, if that's what she wanted. But y'all act like six figures is really like, you understand what I'm saying? What about seven figures? So you basically telling her that because she's 35 years old that she's out the running? So this is very misogynistic and it's very old school. Sir, you out the runners with a lot of shit because your dick can't stay hard. And that's not, you know, that's not me speculating. This is actual biological mathematics. Sir, you need a little help. Okay? You in the mall videotaping women, calling them PhDs, basically saying that the higher we as women rise in education, the lower the expectation is that we're going to get married. Who the fuck? I don't care what statistic told you that. Did it ever dawn on you that maybe y'all motherfuckers ain't tough enough? Maybe you didn't make the fucking cut. Maybe we not fucking with you. Did you? Why don't we talk about the fact that there's a lot of women that have never even touched a man because y'all motherfucking reputations precede each other and they would rather go eat pussy of another woman and go be with another woman than to fucking have to deal with a motherfucker that act like they father or look like they father or speaks like you, sir. Did it ever dawn on you that, okay, you know, you, you, you sit up here and you drag these people and they're listening to you. That's the part that's crazy. I wouldn't listen. It's funny because my friend Squeak, uh, Ja, he's down in Florida, and he was like, Denise, you could never be on a show with this man because y'all will fight. I said I wouldn't. I would be laughing at this man. I would be laughing at this man because I, I would ask him what size his clothes are because I feel like we wear the same size. So let me buy you a jacket because it's about to get real cold for you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, these are things I don't like for people to do that. There's no reason for people to do that. And he's definitely functioning from his sacral chakra. You're not even at heart chakra level, sir. So you couldn't fuck with me if, if I woke up and, and died and came back to life. You would have to die and come back to life 27 times before you would ever make me feel some type of way about any choice and decision that I made as far as men are concerned. Did it ever occur to you that some women just don't want to get married? It's not even a fucking prize anymore. How is it a prize? How? We're in the middle of a fucking recession. 
okay? You motherfuckers, because of social media, now have more access, as do we, as do we. You know, the monogamy thing just isn't working for some people anymore. And you're sitting here on television and on these shows telling people with low self-esteem as it is that they're ugly or that their dick is not big or that, you know, she, you told, he told one woman that she was average at best and that um, if, if she wanted to get married, he said something like she's going to die alone. He basically, basically what he told her to do was stay in her lane. And I get that. I get that. But you didn't have to comment about everything else. That's your opinion. Let me tell you something about a man. A grown man don't care how much money you make. He don't care how many fucking kids you got. He don't. If he fuck with you, he fuck with you. Because basically by his standards, I will be a throwaway because of the fact that I'm X amount of years old. I have one baby even though I was divorced. That's an antiquated way of thinking. That was in your generation, sir. Motherfuckers don't care about that shit right now. If I wanted to go, listen, listen, I'm not even going to put my business out there like that, but if I wanted to be married, I could be married. And it wouldn't matter if I was 127 years old on a red scooter. Somebody will love me. It's a fact. I'm a lovable motherfucker. Somebody will love me. I handle my business. I take care of any man that I'm dealing with. Not even just fucking with, just dealing with. One-on-one. Okay, so basically you're telling people that they have to be 20-something years old, a size 4. He, I just watched him tell a woman who's a size 16. He told her she was the size of a, um, a lineman, a linebacker or something like that. He's like, that means you're about 220 pounds. Sir, what the fuck does that got to do with it? Do you think that everybody likes a size 4, bitch? They don't. Who are the 300-pound men go date? Who? Okay. Somebody likes a size 16 and a newsflash. The average size of an American woman is a size fucking 12, sir. You know nothing about women at all. And really the only man or men that you can speak for is yourself. Somebody loves a size 16, motherfucker, I promise you. Somebody loves it. And so for you as a grown-ass man to be in a mall videotaping a woman who's walking her dog in a dog stroller, which to me looked very rich, by the way, you and Lennox Plaza or Fifth Plaza, one of these malls, video recording a woman doing that. That is some real ovary-showing, bitch-ass nigga-type shit. I'm not, like, what are you doing? You're fucking 50-plus years old, sir. You should be worried about your fucking retirement. You should be worried about who's going to fucking change your diaper. You should be worried about fucking with a bitch that can understand the signs of a stroke and a fucking aneurysm, okay? Because you're going to run into the wrong bitch such as myself, and they're going to drag you for fucking filth. Where's your wife? I want to see every woman that you ever dated, and I want to talk to that woman, and I want to hear that she just loved you so much that she would have drank your bath water because that's the only way. And then I'm going to ask her where her father is. You just told this woman that because she was raised by her father, instead of applauding her father, kudos to you, she wasn't raised with a woman. A lot of women in their 20s and 30s were not raised with their mother. The moms was like, fuck you niggas, and left. They did the same shit that men did back in the 70s and 80s to women, which is why we had these single-parent households to begin with. Okay, let's keep it all the way G, okay? Um, You just told this woman that because she was raised with her father that she sounded masculine. He said, you're giving me male energy. Sir, what the fuck are you talking about? That girl ain't doing nothing but talking. 
Now, I know I give off a lot of male energy, but if we were to ever meet, people will tell you that's a feminine bitch. This is a bitch that she will really go and get herself together, and, I'm, you know, I'm small. So by your vacations, I will be okay. I wear a size 4, sometimes a size 5. You know what I'm saying? My bra size is a certain thing. But, sir, I wouldn't fuck with you. I don't fuck with milk bedhead niggas. I don't. Any dude I ever fucked with was a cinnamon skin motherfucker look like he came off somebody's boat from somewhere. Y'all always talk about foreigns. I fuck with foreigns too, okay? I fuck with motherfuckers that six foot or better. So in all statistical analysis, you would tell me that I couldn't have something, but that's what I get. And I don't, I don't chase no nigga. I don't, I don't, you know, be running after these hoes. Met a man, married him in three months, gave him a son. So all these things that you're telling these women are not true. You're killing dreams. Kill a nigga's dreams that's trying to be a rapper and he's 45. Kill that nigga's dreams. Don't sit here and tell a woman or a man because his dick is not big enough and all this. And, and I appreciate the honesty, but you don't have to physically attack people on their appearance because it's not aesthetically pleasing to you. Who the fuck are you? You are not paying these people's bills. You're sitting here drinking out of Baccarat crystal because these are things that are fucking important to you. Bitch, I'll drink out of a dollar store plastic cup and still spit more knowledge and you will still have way more money to spend than you will ever spend in your lifetime. Okay? It's not important. So that's what I try to tell people. Money is loud. Wealth is silent. You're not wealthy, sir. You just have a little bit of money. Okay? You talk too much. You have effeminate energy. So you talking about women that have male energy, sir, you really are bitch made. Telling this girl that she got masculine energy and because she's a size 16, you do know that you could be a size 16 and still be fucking healthy. It's all in the gut. You don't know this girl. You ain't seen her. So you just up here. Somebody going to beat your ass. That's what's going to happen. You're going to talk to the wrong Negro or female one day, and they're going to run up on your ass in one of them malls when you're in there buying Sir, you actually post pictures of items that you bought. Oh, I was in the, what was the store? He was in MCM store and I bought this. Real women don't give a fuck about that. Did you charge it or did you pay cash? Like, you are really bitch made. And so, therefore, maybe a woman being in a relationship with you is like being in a relationship, like a lesbian relationship. I don't fuck with dudes that have feminine energy at all. I fuck with straight up, like, I'm not afraid to say, like, yo, I got to go because this motherfucker be done came up in here and cleared this whole shit out. Let me just go. Okay? No one is afraid of you when we wear the same size. No one is respecting you when we wear the same fucking size. If I feel like I could smack you in your fucking face, I'm not going to date you. And you asking her how tall she is. How tall are you, sir? How tall are you? And so I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned with men and women actually calling this man and asking him his opinion, and I'm literally sitting there waiting for him to drag y'all to the white meat, and y'all sit there and allow it. And then on top of that, he interrupts y'all when you're speaking and then tells you not to interrupt him. I couldn't have a Zoom call with him. I would have to be face-to-face. And I would have to have security there to keep me from smacking him in his fucking mouth. Not because anything that you said was true, but because I don't know who the fuck you talking to. And you women and men need to get, get yourself together. So why would you call for You don't even know this man's resume. I, listen, you want to know, let me tell you what my lineup is. If I'm going to call somebody about business, 
I'm going to call the closest thing to Beyonce and Chris Jenner that I can find. I need to see your track record. I need to see that everything that you touched turned to gold. If I can't call Beyonce and Chris Jenner, okay, I'm going to call the next best thing, okay? If I can't, you know, sell a book, I'm going to go to somebody that I know sold millions of books, okay? If I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do a podcast, and I'm going to get the advice, and I actually did get the advice from a Netflix fucking exec, a motherfucker that's in Hollywood handling his business right now that was like, yo, you need to get on um, – iTunes, you need to do this, this is what you need to do. I'm going to listen to him before I listen to somebody that's not doing the minimum of what the fuck I'm doing, okay? I want to run a CBD company. You know what I did? I piggybacked and I watched what G5 Cultivation was doing. Had conversation inbox here and there with Larry Smith, the motherfucker that owned it, the man that had the liquid, the million dollars liquid to start building, uh, what is it? Not Viola, but he's out there with... um. Jesus, I can't think of the name of it, but he owns G5 Cultivation. You guys can look this shit up. This man pulled that money out of his pocket. That was liquid. I'm going to listen to what the fuck he's telling me about my product. I'm not going to listen to somebody that ain't never did what I've done before, okay? And then, and I get what Kevin Samuels is saying. There's always the rule. I, 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 I totally I understand the rule, but there's always an exception to the rule. And if you can date a man, so like, for example, my ex-husband was already married before me. He didn't marry his first wife in three months. I was the exception to that rule. He didn't marry his third wife within three months. It took him years to do that, okay? I was the exception, not the rule. And there have been many times that I have been the rule. And, sir, that's what I want to hear from you. People would relate more to you if we hear about the times that you fucked up, okay, or the times that you didn't eat properly or that your stomach was hanging over the top of your fucking pants or the time that your dick didn't get hard or the time that your fucking spunk stunk and nobody wanted to swallow it. We want to hear about that. Tell the truth. That's what this is about. You become more relatable and more godly when you talk to me about not so much your flaws, but you don't have the right to drag people about their shit and you ain't told me about your shit. Because now I got to put an APB out in Atlanta. Do we know anything about this motherfucker? And I guarantee you some gay porn about to pop up. Anytime, and listen, and I'll, I'll, listen, I know that he can say, like, oh, you have male energy, and that's why this, that's why what, I get paid, and I was raised with a father, and he's right when he says that a lot of times when a man is raising his daughter, but I also have my mother, I was raised by wives, that's why I know how to be a wife, right, um, and that's why Dear Auntie is so important. So you guys can go ahead and read that on artvoice.com. You type in Dear Auntie in the search bar, and all the, the issues should pop up. I think there's like 21 uh, articles. But there would be no need for Dear Auntie if we had aunties, if, you know, your mom or your grandmother to your children weren't 35 years old. Like there was this a generational thing that happened. These young girls out here don't give a fuck about nothing. And I, ha- I rock with young girls. I counsel young girls all the time. I'm the bitch that's telling them how to get you. This is what you got to do, okay? But I'm also not going to scold them for being 20 years old and being out there and fucking niggas and doing the shit that 20-year-olds do, okay, when they're unhealthy or when they are unhealed, okay? I offer a place of solace. I offer a place of healing. You are doing nothing but causing somebody to, at some point, try to go commit suicide because some nigga in Atlanta living in at 12 told them X, Y, and Z. You literally asked the man, was his dick big? You could have skated all the way around that and said, I hope that your sex is good. There are 50 other things that you could have said besides asking that man, was his dick big? Because it don't matter. If a bitch like you, it don't matter if your dick is big or not. She's going to still suck it. She's going to still fuck it. It doesn't matter. 
I personally <laughs> require certain things, but that's none of nobody's business or concern. But the point of the matter is, is that, you know, I'm the bitch that tells the young girls how to get y'all, snatch what she needs to get, and go on about her business and, and live to tell about it. See, y'all down south motherfuckers is way different than us northeast and, and us eastern people in the northeast. Because northeast, they'll kill you. These motherfuckers up here do not play about their bum bitch or about their money. They don't. So if you got a bum bitch that's taking your money, oh, they're not going to play with you about that. Nah, you can, you can go in the grave. There's at least four to five women just in my small town that get murdered every year for trying to leave relationships or dude was just mentally unstable and, you know, they trying to break up. That's why y'all always say, like, well, how, you know, it's always an issue with you when you're trying to break up and you be so paranoid because I do not deal with men that, that are just going to be go along with some shit just because that's what I want. They be like, who said we was breaking up? Who said that? Nah, I'm trying to get out of a contract with uh, this motherfucker act like I never even said that shit. He be laughing at me and shit, sending a text message with emojis, laughing at me. We don't play with Unc. And I've been told that. I said, I don't play with the, I don't play with him. I don't play with anybody, but especially not somebody that I'm dating. I don't play with these men like that because I understand. I have your money. I have, you know, we have intentions. We have business. We have love. We have all these things for each other. And it's very difficult to walk away. But if I'm not being looked after the way that I feel like I should be looked after, I told you I had a stalker. I told you that this person lost us money over the summer because he went on, you know, on the news and was saying shit about our business and shit like that. And you didn't do shit. I feel unprotected. And it's for the way I run my mouth and the way I run my business. I need to feel protected at all times. I need to feel like if I call you at two o'clock in the morning, which is not something that I do because somebody did something to me or something happened to me that you can at least be here or send somebody to help me. If I feel like I have to, um, if I feel like I have to protect myself all the time, this is not going to work. Right. And so when I'm in relationships, I'm usually in relationships with actual monsters because the fact that I'm a fucking monster, I'm terrible, you know, (laughs) but I get to the money. I'm good to these people and I do what I'm supposed to do. And like I say, I don't have time really too much to do anything else, you know, other than handle my business and go get to the money. But when I start feeling used no different than a man, I want out. When I start feeling like I'm the person that's doing all the work, I want out. It doesn't matter if it's a a person that's 22 years old because don't ever get it twisted, ladies, I promise you. You could be 50. Listen, I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday, and he told me his ex-girlfriend was 60. He's 45 and loved her. Like, I'm talking about was like, you know, so don't let these people listen. I'll be 80 with a 40-year-old. I don't care. I don't care. That's if me and his uncle let me out the contract by that time. Okay, I don't deal with men on any level just to be like fucking them or just to like get money or just because these are all things that can be that can be handled. I I don't need it. I'm good. Right. But if I feel like we're not playing for the same team and I'm not getting what I'm putting out for you, the love, the respect, the adoration, all that shit. That, that means more to me than the money. That means more to me than the time we spend. You're not reassuring me that everything's going to be okay. So it doesn't matter what age or what you've done for me. Motherfucker, if I feel like I can't depend on you or I can't trust you and you're fucking embarrassing me, I don't care how old you are. You got to fucking go. You know, and I joke about, you know, unk and the contracts and things like that because that's me letting you know that my life is not perfect either. 
You know, I you know, I love a man or I care for a man that I don't, you know what I'm saying, get to see as much as I would like to, that I don't get to touch as much as I would like to. You know what I mean? That I don't get to have conversation with as much as I would like to because he has 50 million things going on and so do I. But I'm also not used to a relationship where I don't hear, like, you know, if, if that motherfucker don't call me for two weeks, I don't call him for two weeks either. Bitch, I'm busy too. And so there's no respect. You know, I'm not used to somebody that I have to tell, like, yo, you know that everything you do is not innocent. Like, you know that bitches think that X, Y, and Z. And the people don't even know that that's so Nobody knows this man's name, his identity, like nothing like that. And I keep it like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I have to be currently aware that I don't have to talk to this motherfucker either. There's not a day, not an hour, not a second that goes by that I'm walking down the street, even when I'm looking like raw yellow chicken color, and somebody is not going to try to meet my acquaintance or say, hey, aren't you dear auntie, or hey, don't you got a podcast, or hey, don't you work over here, and hey, don't you work over there. And I think that because I don't put my men in positions where I tell them every day, oh, this person tried to talk to me, or oh, this person tried to do this, and this person tried to do that, it's not important to me. You should know, like, okay, she's not an ugly woman. I mean, she can, you know, she get her own little money. She'd be over here. She'd be over there. You should know that. So you should function and act in that capacity. And I think that's a lot of you women's problems, too, is, like, you look at your man, you know he's fine as hell, and you know he's getting money, and you know he's, he's blessing you. Don't be fucking stupid to think that another woman don't see exactly what's happening. So when y'all doing all that posting and, yeah, daddy did this and daddy did that and all this whole type of shit, bitch, you ain't doing nothing but advertising for your replacement. I ain't telling you shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling you shit, man. He treat me terrible. The worst. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me. Because if you ever thought that you could take one of mine, go ahead and get him, but he not going to stop fucking with me either. So there's that. You know, so I think that when we are dishonest in relationships and we're dishonest with ourselves and dishonest with our with our audience, I think it's what makes people look at you like you a fucking clown, Mr. What is his name? Kevin Samuel. Like, I need to see women that have listened. And that's another thing. I don't want any man that I've ever dated. You can go have a conversation with, you know, your your predecessors and they're going to tell you they say the exact same fucking thing they say you know what I love that girl I did but she's fucking crazy this bitch is crazy she good she a good girl she go get money she ain't cheat on me or nothing the bitch is just crazy but then they don't want to tell you what they did that caused me to have to act in that manner that's that's the thing that you're all going to have in common right I ain't no regular oh I'm gonna you know do this to you nah bitch I'm trying to like (laughs) I'm trying to make you remember me since I'm gonna go anyway Right. This ain't these ain't no regular arguments and fights. And I tell uncle all the time because we both have darkness. You know, this is not a love and light relationship. This is not. And I'm fully acknowledging and attracted to the fact that he was dark and that he has, you know, layers and texture to him. That's okay because when he's with me, he's a baby. He he does not. Nothing that I've ever heard about this man. I can even I mean, I can see it happening. I can see you know, him being like that, but, like, what did you do to him? You did something. This man doesn't just wake up and just, you know, go do whatever it is he's going to do. At least he's not to me. When I see him, he just want to have hugs and he want to lay and he want to, you know what I'm saying, hold hands and, you know, kiss you on your face. This is not – it really is like talking about two different people, and I'm thankful for that. But at the same token, if he was to talk to one of mine, they would tell him the same thing. 
he would be like, this is not the same girl that did y'all saying, you know, tore up your car, threw hot coals at you, set the bed on fire with you in it. This is not the same girl. What did you do to her that caused her to do that? You did something. And so when I look at the Kevin Samuel situation, I'm like, what did these people do to you besides call your show and ask for help? And I think it's really satanic and demonic, the fact that you know that these people are calling and asking you for help, and you still find a way to disrespect them. And you get upset with them because your ideas are starting to trickle into what you think that they should be doing. Not everybody likes a dark-skinned man. Not everybody likes a man that got gray in his face. Not everybody likes a petite man. Not everybody likes a man that, you know, um, that, that talks about fashion all day. Like, get your hands dirty. Like, what, what are you – real – a lot of women and, – and, again, I can only speak for myself. You can't be out here looking better than me. You could be fine as hell, but I need you to be masculine so that I can be feminine. And one of the girls that I just started watching, her name is Love Dorsey. And she, listen, again, she's one of my disciples. I, I feel it. She said something to the fact that a reason that a lot of women, like she, like she was like, if you got women around you that are disrespecting you, like, yo, bro, and, you know, shit like that, and, like, you know, friends on you and shit like that, it's because you're not masculine enough for her where she can be feminine. I've never been in a relationship where I had to be, you know, masculine. I do appreciate relationships where I do get to be feminine, meaning like I can wear my dresses, I can wear my heels, all my little lingerie, I can go get my hair done because I know he likes that, things like that. I don't like being in relationships where it's commonplace for me to walk around in a jogging suit or in jeans. That's just not, so I don't, I don't date those types of men. The type of men that I date are so masculine that I get to be this docile, you know, not even submissive. And we were talking about submission, and that's another thing. You know, this man is talking about how older women don't submit. No, it's older women that actually do submit. It's the young ones that don't submit because they don't trust you and they don't have to. See, when you date a younger woman, or even when you date a younger man, let me put this out there to you, and I said this in my book, Stay in Your Lane, The Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle. If I date a regular dude, quote, unquote, regular. He's not, he doesn't have a degree. He doesn't have, you know, whatever, but he may have money. He's out here running businesses. That regular dude can date a bitch that work at Arby's. He could date a bitch that works at a law firm, and he can date a fucking physician. He could date a doctor. He can. When a man has a certain level of money and he's an athlete or he has a certain level of um, astute to him, right, afford to date those types. You have to be able to afford to date the type of woman that you're dating. And I'm not talking about money. He can't afford for you to have been a former stripper and he's an attorney. And now you showing up at events with your loose sight shoes on because a lot of times, you know, the stain of whatever it was that you did for a living prior will trickle into everything that you do. And this is, this is some real shit. Let me give you an example. I was a manager at Hooters in Pittsburgh in Station Square, and actually, obviously, I also was a Hooters girl, one of the only black Hooters girl and one of the first black um, and Latino uh, managers in that. Um, it was owned by Jim Cornette. And if you ever notice, I have my titties out all the time. Even though I have nice legs, like, you know, I got nice eyes, I heard, my titties are constantly on display. And that is a residue and a side effect of me being a Hooters girl for all those years, you know, when I was in secondary education. So, you know, it's no different when you're a stripper. It's no different if you're a crook. It's no different than if you was hustling. 
you know, there are certain remnants of things that you're going to do, whether it be the way that you tie your money up or the way that where you put your money, that is going to be indicative of what you used to do. So, you know, an athlete, yes, he can date a stripper, but he can date. So Cam Newton dated a stripper, like he took her off the pole. When you don't date a stripper and you are in the, the, the limelight that you are, you have to retire her. You don't have a choice because now she's not a stripper. This is your baby's mom. This your this your your girlfriend. Okay. We all mad at Ray J and Princess and all the other shit. Y'all do remember that Princess was a stripper. So, like, kudos to her. Like, you got somebody to get you off the pole because that's the whole goal. If y'all going to strip and you don't have an exit plan, what you stripping for? You better off finding you a boyfriend that actually just really likes you and wants to take care of you. And that doesn't mean you don't work. It just means that here's the other thing that you guys have to stop doing and then we're going to end the show. Whether he or she has six figures or not, that's not the question. The question is, are they going to give you any? What are you willing to tolerate and put up with? You think that these men that have money be a breeze? These motherfuckers are crazy. These motherfuckers got strange requests. You got to look a certain way all the time. You got to be nice to these motherfuckers when you don't feel like it and they being mean to you because you know they don't mean it, but they working so hard that they trying to, y'all or some of y'all are not tough enough to withstand the relationships that you are begging the universe to be in. I promise you, you, there is a reason that all these wives in Hollywood got the same smirk on their fucking face. There's a reason that when these motherfuckers get in the Hall of Fame in the NFL, that the first person that they think is their wife. Because if it wasn't for their wife, the motherfuckers would be in jail. The domestic violence, the fucking lies, the drugs, everything else. You guys have to get into a situation and say, this is who I am, but this is what I deserve. And this is what I'm willing to put out. I talk a lot of shit, you know, about unk and I'm mad and I be tantruming. That motherfucker ain't did nothing to me. He just didn't buy me what I wanted for my birthday. That's really why all this is happening. And birthdays, he knows now, are extremely important to me. They're extremely important to me, but he, it's also important for him to know where the fuck I'm at. So he was deeply disturbed that I hopped on a plane and went to L.A. and didn't tell him. Because for what? You wasn't speaking to me. You wasn't calling me. So why would I call you out the blue and be like, hey, I'm going to L.A. I ain't see you anyway. Just being petty. Just being fucking petty. That's why we really was beefing. Okay? So it don't be like, no. And then, you know, I be hearing little shit, whatever, whatever, and then I address him. Of course, he ain't going to never fucking tell the truth about the shit. And then he probably be threatening whoever it is, you know. But at the end of the day, if there's love there, it doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are. It doesn't matter. This is a man. got a whole fucking six. That man grown as hell. He got a whole six pack. I don't. He don't care. (laughs) He doesn't care. As long as you be nice to him and you love on him and you care, these men do not fucking care. If that's something that you care about, you know, that's really a bitch-made thing. And then, you know what? You so, um, you know, you so concerned about what a woman and everything is built like, take her ass to the gym with you then. Build you a bitch. Because, sir, you're old. You're older. Okay? You can't do what these young cats do. These young cats, you know, getting up and eating pussy for three hours. They're eating ass, too. If you're not willing to do all that, you're going to lose your young bitch to a young dude. And older men, too. So I, I want to stop the narrative that it's just older men that can go get younger women. Older women can go get younger men. They love us. I promise you they do. They'll tell you in a minute that young bitches don't wash their ass properly and smell like pee. And that's not me being disrespectful. That's because you didn't have a mother in the house to tell you to go soak that ass sometimes. Okay? So with that being said, you know, I would not on any level 
have a conversation with Kevin Samuels, electric security involved, an armored truck would have to come with me. Uh, somebody would have to come with me. Y'all stepfather would have to come with me. Somebody would have to come with me. And then um, it would have to be face-to-face because I feel like that man would not speak to women like that in the presence of another man. That man would not speak to other men like that if that man was in his face because who talks to people like that? And I just think that if you're going to be, you know, a podcaster and somebody that's, um, you know, somebody that's trying to help people, because I definitely see where he's trying to give people the truth and he's like, no, I'm just trying to tell you the truth. But no, sir, you're being mean on top of this shit. And it's not that people can't, um, you know, it's not that people can't handle the truth. It's that you you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that you don't have to talk to people like that because one day somebody is going to slap the shit out of you. You can say whatever you want. You seem like a very small, petite man. Somebody will knock your head in between the washer and dryer. And not just that, it's women too. You know, you sitting up here video recording women in a mall. Child, that is, you got a Snapchat too, sir? Do you? Do you got a motherfucking Snapchat too? Like, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? For you, um, to be talking about people like that and they could beat your motherfucking ass. And that that's what I said, like, maybe, you know, maybe down there in Atlanta, they allowing that shit up here in the North, you know, we don't play like that. You know, we don't play like that at all. You talking about a man's dick? Like you sound crazy. So I also wanted to um, point out it was our prophet Jay-Z's birthday. I believe it was December 4th. Y'all know that I have, Love Jay-Z all the days of my life, lyrically, and I just want to, you know, pay homage to that. And then, guys, I'm going to tune in with you guys next Tuesday. I'll be trying to get my stuff done Tuesday night, but y'all know I was lit yesterday night on that Malbec last night. My teeth all stained and shit. I just got them whitened. But, guys, make sure you tune in. If you can, go ahead and watch some of Kevin Samuels, um, you know, things. He's on YouTube. He's definitely, I'm definitely following him on Instagram, I would love to see him just not even soften the blow, but just like, you know, put your resume out there. Let's see your starting lineup. Let's see your second string. And then I I think we can have a conversation. You can't be in a place because when you do shit like that, those are people that are going to come back and expose you. Those are people that are going to post pictures of your high school pictures and say that you you used to be obese and all this other stuff. Because it's always the motherfuckers that used to be this or used to be that or washed up or whatever, whatever. And as far as money is concerned, I don't give a fuck how much money you have. You ain't no prince in Saudi Arabia. So we've seen this kind of money before. It's nothing special. Okay, if you're not willing to share it with nobody, what the fuck difference does it make whether you fuck with a woman that got six figures or not, or you fuck with a man that got six figures or not? I know motherfuckers, listen, I'll take the motherfucker that work at the fucking grocery store if he was going to give me his whole check, if that's the space that I was in right now. And that's the problem with you women. You listen to these men telling you what you can and cannot have. Be nice to motherfuckers for a change. Lead with authentic feelings and values. Your man or your woman will come to you and will be ready to give you anything and everything that you ever wanted financially, spiritually, all that shit, but it has to come from a place of being pure. You're not being pure when you, when you fucking send me letters and shit and ask me and emails, ask me how to get a fucking sugar daddy. Bitch, sugar daddies don't exist no more. Motherfuckers don't got to pay y'all for sex no more. Bitches is out here fucking for free. But again, like I tell you men all the time, you get what you pay for. So that bitch ruined your life. You know why? Because you wasn't paying enough and you wasn't strong enough to be in that motherfucking relationship. So always everything is politics. You know Have how your we leverage do. ready. Rockefeller. Some of y'all ain't got no leverage. Forever. 
catch me Skating through your town, putting it down Y'all relating, no waiting I'll make your block infrared hot I'm like Satan Y'all feel a nigga struggle Y'all think a nigga little Hustle behind the wheel Trying to escape my trouble Can't stop the greeting me I'm talking sweet the keys Cursing the very God That brought this reef to be My life is based on sacrifices Jews like ISIS And fools that think ISIS You fuck around You get your guys hit they built me to be filthy on some ice, do or die shit, for real. The price of leather got me, deeper than ever, and just think winter's here. I'm trying to feel me, nigga. Politics is usual. Took my Frito to Tito in the district. Bless me with some BS, somethings I could live with. Stop fronting and for the dough I raise. Gotta get shit appraised. No disrespect to you. Make sure your word is true. I'm taking wages down in Vegas just in case Tyson have a major night off. That's clean money, the tax write off. You ain't seen money in your life when it comes to this cheese. Y'all like three blind mice. I'm smoking bros who pump Willie. I expose the furthest you chilies. Man is the poker nose. My portfolio reads. Lead to Don Corleone, nigga, please. Ten year felony on, heavy on the wrist. I face you with the diamond blooded Jesus and blind your face shoes for life. Shrive. Jigger. I keep it tight, nigga. Politics as usual. You feel my triumph never. Feel my pain, I'm lying. Low in the leather lion. The best is ever came. The game changes life. My mind just ain't right. Rewind if this dope. I guess it ain't so night. Sucking me in like a vacuum. I remember telling my family I'll be back soon. That was December 85 and JV Rise 10. Years later got me wise. Still can't break my underworld top. I wear black a lot in the act, act a lot. Got matching VCRs, a huge magnum box. Ten inch green like spinach, pop wines that spinach. It's a lot of big money in my sentence. Pitting towards the mill, lipper. Written, I kill like that shake, baby. One, two, cat, yeah, I do that. Ain't no stopping the champagne from popping the drawers from dropping the law from watching. I hate it. Politics is usual. 